Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. We are always happy to go out to the Brown and Crippen celebrity line to be joined by our friend and the Blues Insider. He's Lou Korak joining us here on the show. Lou, we appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? What's up, guys? Uh, we're doing all right. So let's talk about the Blues because things have uh, not gone well over the last few games, to say the least. It, when you assess the offense, Lou, what do you think is the number one issue for them right now? Um, probably just, uh, putting shots on goal and Craig Berube has addressed that the last couple of games. Um, you know, what surprised me guys, I looked it up here a little bit, um, a little bit ago. Um, I thought that they would have maybe been at the top of the league in this, but they're averaging over 12 shots a game that's missing the net. And that sounds like a high number to me, but man, I looked it up and, uh, you see Carolina up there at number one at over 18 shots per game missed. That's that's a crazy, insane number. And there's a lot of teams that are averaging right now double digits. I don't know if this is uh, kind of problematic going on around the league, but it sure sounds like it. But the biggest thing with the Blues is they're getting, as Craig Berube said, they're missing the net on grade A chances. And that and that shouldn't be happening. Uh, it's going to look, nobody's going to be perfect. We understand that. But the amount of grade A chances they're getting in the game and a lot of them are empty nets, and they're not even hitting the target. If, if you force a goalie to make a save, that's one thing. But when you're completely missing the net, that's another. And I think that's probably their biggest problem right now. I don't think that was such the case a couple nights ago against Montreal. Like Craig Berube said, he scored four goals in the game. That should be enough to win the game. So there are other things that are going on. But from an offensive perspective, uh, they need to just start hitting the target more. Lou, I was looking at that same stat that you just brought up, and it is wild to think that they're that low with that amount of missed nets. But I was looking at it also with the Carolina Hurricanes. They're averaging 36 shots per game, which is sixth highest in the NHL. So I know Craig Bruby has always preached like quality over quantity, but do you feel like maybe it should turn into a little quantity over quality because of their struggles? I think so. And that that kind of goes hand in hand, Alex, because when you look at the defensemen and and you and I, we sit upstairs and, you know, JR will be sitting with us and we watch the game and we're thinking, when's that shot going to be coming from the point on a more consistent basis? And I think what's going on there is, is perhaps maybe the defensemen are, are a little shy of pulling the trigger there because they need a, they need a little bit more net front presence to me. If you get more net front presence, 
then you're probably more than willing and able to get some of those shots coming from the point because now you know you've got teammates in front of the net that could perhaps collect some of those loose rebounds. So I think those kind of go hand in hand. And once those two start to work each other out, I think you're going to see that a little bit more. But you're right. I mean, I think they can average that. Before the last couple of games, um, they were actually, I think, going into the Edmonton game last week. They were 30th in the league in, in shots on goal per game at the time. Of course, they came up with 38 against the Oilers, and uh, it was, uh, I believe, 42-35. I think, yeah, they had 35 in Nashville on Thursday, and I can't remember what it was a couple of nights ago against Montreal. I think they were back in the 20s again, but they started to pick that back up again. But, you know, I think you, you just need to get more volume right now because the more volume you throw at the net, the more opportunities there are going to be for guys to maybe be around the net and collect some of those second and third opportunities, which they need obviously more of. Lou, when we looked at it this offseason and we were talking about, okay, how, how did the Blues replace the David Perron production? Because you're going to have to do it in the aggregate, right? It's not just, hey, Jake Neighbors needs to suddenly be David Perron. It's got to be a bunch of them that are able to repl- replicate the production that he was able to give you. I, I look at some of the guys that they've they've hoped would be able to do that, and you look at like a Jake Neighbors with one goal, zero assist. Ivan Barbashev one goal zero assist Logan Brown hasn't really played much but has yet to record a point so far on the season when you look at that third line in particular what have you seen from them that has gone wrong so far this year just a lot of inconsistency and I think that goes with uh and and that does go into effect where the injuries come into play here because when you take Buchnevich and of course he's back now and you take Saad out of the lineup that's two of your uh, top six forwards. Well, now you're going to have to pull Braden Shen up, and he's playing up now. And when you've got a Braden Shen centering your third line, that gives it more stability there. Now you've got neighbors. Now you've got Shen. Now you've got Barbashev. Now you've got something there. Well, they've had to play a hodgepodge of players there right now, and there, there just hasn't been enough consistency. And, and it's been somebody different every game. Tonight, it's going to be neighbors. It's going to be Brown. It's going to be Barbashev. It's going to be a little, there's going to be a little bit more bite to it there. And you'd like to see so out of Logan Brown, especially considering he was having a good training camp. The injury set him back. Um, Maybe they brought him back into the lineup uh, before he had enough reps where he can get himself uh, in, in, in game shape and game ready to to go because the two games he played, he just wasn't very effective. Uh, you know, you play Barbashev in that role. He's the one that's supposed to bring you some of that physicality and bite. Uh, until you get Brandon Sod back, um, you're going to have to play Braden Shen up. And once you get Brandon's, Brandon Sod back, you can pull Braden Shen back down there. And now you're now you've got a little bit more depth and you got a little bit more balance. So until that time comes, uh, you're going to have to just kind of play mix and match here and hope that something works. And this is the line they're going to give a shot tonight. Lou, um, with the exception of that Jets and Predators game, and of course the Canadians the other night, I actually thought the defense has played a really good start to the season, specifically in the two games against Edmonton. But if you hone in on Justin Falk and Tory Krug, I'm not sure what's gone wrong with those two, but it just doesn't seem to be meshing the way we've seen it meshed in the past. Yeah, it's crazy to think because, yeah, they have played very well together. Um, and Alex, I'll be honest with you, I again, it plays into other areas on the ice. I just don't think that they're taking care of the puck very well. And when you're not taking care of the puck, to me, more or less in the offensive zone, 
it has a reflection on your defensemen because now they're having to backtrack and now they're having to defend against odd man rushes. And that's, and that's been a problem here in the last couple of games. So until they start taking care of the puck better, um, these things are going to happen. And, you know, with Krug and with Falk, I think that eventually this is all going to play. It's all going to play out and it's all going to start working itself out here. Uh, Todd McClellan, we talked to him, uh, makes a good point. You know, when the LA, after the LA Kings uh, practice today, he said, you know, he didn't want to just talk about the blues. He wanted to talk more about his team, but a lot of teams are just trying to find, uh, to find themselves here in the early going, trying to kind of find that identity. And I think that that's kind of been a league wide thing. The blues are playing into it right now because they got off to such a good start with the three wins, but I think those two will be okay. And you can say the same thing about Letty and Pareko. They've had, uh, They've had their ups and downs here, uh, maybe not not exactly clean like we've been used to seeing with those two together. But uh, right now, uh, there, there's a lot of things going on on the ice, not just with Krug and Falk, but with, with the entire group. They just need to get a win to kind of get things righted again here. Lou, final question that I've got for you, and we're talking to the Blues insider, Lou Korak. You can find him on Twitter. He's at LKorak10. Uh, the Kyrou and O'Reilly pairing has not gotten off to the start that anybody was hoping for. They're both minus 10 on the ice so far this season. Neither of them has an assist on the year thus far. And I know there's been plenty of conversation about Kyrou specifically. Some of the underlying numbers for that line are okay. But when you watch, it just doesn't seem to be clicking the way that we hoped. Is that a pairing that you think has a long-term future, or do you think that eventually they're going to have to kind of shake those things up and, and try something new long-term there? That's an interesting question there, BK, to be honest with you. Uh, and that's something that I've thought about here myself. Uh, it's a small sample size, so I, I'm going to give it some more time here. But you can obviously see that it just doesn't have the kind of bite that O'Reilly and Perron had. Now, granted, those guys played together – we're talking about for, for years, you know, and, and you're talking about a boatload of games here that they had together and it just seemed to go well. Uh, I think it, they're just two different styles of players for me. And, and, and I hate to put it this way because Buchnevich, Thomas and Tarasenko have been so good together. I just think in the long run, especially, and, and this is all going to play into effect because we don't know how those contracts with like O'Reilly and Tarasenko is going to go in the future. I just think eventually this is going to play into where you're going to see Thomas and Cairo together. I think they go more together than O'Reilly and Cairo do, if that makes any sense, because they just, they just seem to play more into Cairo and Thomas. I should say they play into each other's hands more and, and have an understanding of what the other brings and gives on the ice. Not to say that these guys can't, but right now you're just not seeing it. And you're going to be, you're going to need that if you're going to continue to play them together, because they're going to be playing 18, 19, 20 minutes a night, and uh, you're going to have to get production from those guys and not just from Buchnevich, Thomas, and Tarasenko right now. We'll be watching as the Blues try to get things back on track. The Blues versus the Kings tonight on Halloween, 7 o'clock puck drop for that one. Alex will have Spooky. pregame coming up at 6 o'clock, and we'll be paying attention to all of Lou Korak's great work on Twitter, at LKorak10. Lou, we appreciate the time as always, man. We'll talk with you again soon. Okay, boys, take care. On November 13th, it's the dawning of a new era when the NFL debuts in Germany, live on NFL Network. Brady and the Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay! DK and the Seahawks. Puts the ball up. 
making a catch. Wake up and watch with the world. It's Sunday morning football. Live from Munich. Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.